And that hobo with his Southern Twain show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio, the 210. Of course, I'm the host of the best fucking podcast on the planet, Joe Madness. And you motherfuckers have been waiting, have been grinding at the teeth, salivating for this very moment, for the return of the best, of the best, the best show your ears have ever have had the pleasure of listening to <laughs> right come on prove me wrong bitches so it's uh it's been a long long time the only thing i can say is a lot of shit's been happening from the time i put this mic down to this very moment in time so i had to go back to court right had to do that, had to do that grown-up shit, and honestly, I didn't know how it was going to go down, I had no fucking idea, you know, I I had it in my head, it was either going to go good or either going to go bad, right, like, which, which other fucking ways are to, for it to play out, so I ended up showing up November 1st, 2018, you know, I already had it in my head. I was I was telling myself, this judge is a bitch, right? Even the people in the hallway, I heard this one woman. She said, you know, I've never been in trouble, but I heard this lady's a real bitch. Like, don't get in trouble, right? I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, man. Like, I already know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see her. I've never actually seen her in person. I've never met the bitch, like, ever. I've seen her fucking posters everywhere. I guess she's coming up for re-election. Don't vote for her. You know, and she's got this this poster all over town. It says, Skinner is a winner. So, that's a thing, Right? That bitch is everywhere. So, I've never had the pleasure of meeting her, but, you know, I was given orders, you know, via third party by her. And it's like, damn, really? Why, why are you so mean? <laughs> like, who pissed in your fucking whatever, right? Like, who took a shit on your face and... You know, like, damn. Like, why you gotta be like that? So, you know, luckily there was this other man there, this other judge, and I spoke to him, you know, and they ended up uh, taking away the breathalyzer, which is great. You know, I didn't have any money to, you know, to pay the, the court fees off, but... You know, I got this idea from listening to a few folks, right? Hey, can I do some community service in lieu of paying you? 
You know, and he he just kind of looked at me and he was like, uh, well, you've done a really good job of, you know, of handling this up to this point. You know, and I agree. I think I have, you know, and he's like, this is what I'm going to do for you, sir. Just pay us $200 a month for six months and you'll be done. And I'm like, wow, that works. I think that ended up saving me like $700. So that's a positive, right? Oh, man, I just, uh, I'm so exhausted, you know, mentally by everything that's, that's gone down with this whole situation. It's just drained to me. You know, even after being able to have a sigh of relief, you know, I still feel the aftermath. You know, up until that point where I had to go to court, you know, I had, for some reason, I, I thought in my head that, you know, I only had a few hours left of community service, right? No, that wasn't the case. I actually had like 26 hours left. And when I saw the paper, you know, the only thing I could think to to myself was fuck my life. Because I fucking hate going to Goodwill. And I hated doing that fucking shit. Like, I fucking hated it. Everything about that place just annoys the fuck out of me, you know? I guess the only positive I could say about doing community service at Goodwill... Is there's a lot of hot bitches that go well. I don't know what it is. That's like the... uh, It's like the untouched, unknown honey hole when it comes to bitches, you know? Like, if you go to Goodwill, you're going to see some hot bitches. Like, there's no ifs, buts about it. Like, you're going to see them. That's just what happens, right? So... I ended up finishing the hours. It was really grueling. You know, it felt like for fucking ever. You know, it's just... Uh, it it was a form of torture in my eyes. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, trying to find shit to do when they don't give you any type of direction and they don't just let you free roam, right? Is is really tough. It really is. Like, trying to find something to do when there ain't no no thing to do like it could drive you insane like i don't know it it was bad but you know i got through it you know i ended up um i actually came across this one fella you know and uh he told me that he got 260 hours i was like oh my gosh i think up until that point maybe He's done like five. And I was like, bro, man, like, you got no idea what you got in store for you. Like, I only got 48 hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not any anywhere close to what he's got. He's got like six times as much. You know, I was telling him this. He's like, well, yeah, I've done it before. And I'm like, damn. Didn't even learn the first time. You know what I mean? Like, 
I've stated this many a times. Like, you couldn't pay me to fucking drink and drop again. That's not happening. Like, ever. Fuck that shit. It was funny, though, when I came across this guy. Because, you know, he took it upon himself to organize the toy section. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Goodwill. But pretty much every department in the store gets ravaged it's like it's like you ever go to an outlet like they have them all over the fucking place if you've ever been some of them stores man are savage as fuck like they're selling you some supposedly name brand shit you know and people just go in there and destroy the motherfucker you know they got no shame like at all they're just like ah, you know like if you fucking threw some meat in front of some fucking hungry animals, you know? And they just kind of fucking went into it, you know? They just tore into that shit. That's the way these people are, Goodwill. Like, they fuck everything up. Especially the kids with the toys. So, you can organize the toy section and, like, no less than a couple minutes later, man. Fucking their parents will be walking with their whole ass kids and those little bastards will be fucking tearing everything up. You know, and the parents don't give a shit, you know? Which is probably a reflection of how their own household is appearing at this particular moment, right? Like, their house is probably in shambles. Like, shit's everywhere. Like, don't pick that up. Oh, I'm done with this corn dog. Where do I put the stick? Oh, just throw it on the floor. Everything else is on the floor, right? <laughs> Fuck it, man. Let's just do that. You know, what's the trash can, you know? You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, this guy, you know, come to find out he has kids and blah, blah, blah and shit. And you're probably wondering what he got all the Maoists for. You know, he told me it was wax. You know, at first I didn't know what the fuck it was. And then somehow I ran into somebody that I was hanging out with. And I was like, you know what? This guy got blah, 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 right? It's just kind of like running my mouth, you know, like, fuck it. You know, just... You know, let me tell you about a situation that's worse than mine, right? So, I ended up telling them, and they were like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a more potent marijuana, right? So, I'm like, all right, I guess that makes sense. Which is crazy, it never occurred to me, though, because I actually played uh, this fucking Wiz Khalifa game where you grow your own pot farm, right? So... One of the things that I actually remember in the game is that they actually got wax. So, I have no idea what the hell you do with it. Maybe you you kind of like take it off, get a little scoop like peanut butter and stick it up your butt. I mean, I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, does it come with directions? I don't know. But, anyways, this guy was, uh, he took it upon himself to organize the toy section, right? And this guy was hardcore about it, man. I was like, this is not this guy's fucking first rodeo. Like, this bitch over here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's really passionate about this. I just kind of went up to him and I was like, man, this shit's going to be fucked up in like five minutes after you leave. You know? Because those little bastards do not give a fuck. You know? But yeah, I, I, I got so much stuff about Goodwill, you know? Like... A place is so savage. 
you know a lot of people what they don't realize about that place you know and i'm gonna take my time shitting on this motherfucker because it's been common this has been a shitting on in the making since i fucking started since i walked in the fucking door of goodwill you know what i mean like, I don't like that place. I really don't. I mean, I made some purchases here and there, you know, but, you know, after the experience that I've had, man, I'm like, fuck that place, you know? So, the thing that nobody realizes about that place is, like, it's all it's all stuff that people give to them, right? Like, they don't buy any of this shit. Like, now that they've, you know, become a little bit bigger. They're like big business, you know, they're like a fucking Walmart, it seems like. You know, we're probably not maybe on a scale of worldwide, but they're certainly nationwide. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe they are in different countries. I don't know. But everything's all profit. Like you give them shit. They got so much shit coming in that they don't have anything to do with it. Like Anywhere to put it, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're scavenging through this shit, like, every fucking day, every hour of the day. Like, it literally never ends. And this is, like, at every fucking store. It's crazy. You got chingles of people that ride up, you know. They're coming through. They're dropping off their bags and fucking boxes of fucking shit that they don't want. And it's all money. At the end of the day, it's all fucking money. If you think about it, if you grab each little fucking piece and you sell it for a dollar and they're giving you boxes and bags of this shit, I mean, you're making fuckload of money. You know what I'm saying? It's it's money all day, right? You know, like that song, It's Raining Men, it's fucking raining money up in that bitch. You know, and the shit that they, they think they won't sell, like it could be anything, something wrong with it or whatever. They fucking box it up in this big old box. They put it on a pallet and they ship it off to Mexico and they sell it to them for like 100, 200 bucks. A fucking box. Like, come on, man. Like, people gave you this shit. You know what I mean? Like, and if you ever walk into a Goodwill, some of their shit's really fucking expensive. Like, I remember this one time I, I came in, like, you know, to finish off a couple hours or whatever for the day. And they had like five like mini fridges. Each of them were labeled at like $75 and up. And they were busted up, man. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't even look kind of like gently used or nothing. It was like, you know what? I fucking, I just graduated college. This fucking stupid fridge, I threw it out the window because I didn't want to carry it down. You know what I mean? That type of shit. Like, it's been through some stuff, you know? So... All I'm saying is, man, fucking prices are ridiculous. For all this shit that's been donated to you, you know, you would think that they would be nice enough to, like, pass the savings on to you, right? Nah, man. Bunch of greedy-ass motherfuckers, man. I've seen some stuff that they were like, hey, how much do you think this is? And I was looking at it, and I was like, well, it kind of looks like something you get at, like, Harbor Freight. You know, 
And if you're not familiar with that place, it's kind of like a cheapy place where you can buy like tools and shit like that. It's really, it's really cheap. And this particular item, it kind of looked like one of those um, saw tables, you know, but it was made out of some flimsy ass material, you know, and I was like, man, it looks like you can get it like 40 bucks brand new, right? I mean, it, it wouldn't be that expensive. And then uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to put $10 on it, you know, because I don't think it works or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm like looking at it. I'm opening it up and I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty flimsy. I don't know how you can keep keep this from like collapsing. Right. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to salvage it. You know, it's not even worth selling. And then I look at it a little bit further. Right. And I notice it's got like these little these little clips. Right. Where you kind of hook it up to the other side. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is how you do it, right? And I kind of figure it out, and, you know, it it unfolded. Everything looked good and everything. And she's like, oh, okay, well, now that, you know, you figured it out, and blah, 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 like, I'm going to sell it for $50. And I was like, the fuck? You were just about to get rid of it. Now you're selling it for 50 bucks. What the hell? Man. I mean, that's just that place is just fucking insane, man. You know, a couple times I worked on the receiving end where, you know, people are, like, dropping off stuff, you know? Man, you see some crazy stuff. Like, bitches have no shame coming through. <clears throat> like, there's been a many a times where you, like, you're receiving the bags full of shit, and then you're kind of, like, dumping them out to put them in, like, you know, the right spot. You know what I mean? Like, you dab different boxes where you got to place the items, right? Man, bitches be, like, donating G-strings and, like, their big old bras. Like, I've seen a bra many times It was, like, ginormous. Like, you could flip. You can actually place it on the table. Flip the uh, the cup size. It goes on the titty. Flip that up. You know, you can pour some fucking Cheerios or, you know what I mean? Put some snacks, like some trail mix in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there were like some big old bowls, you know? Like I was like, damn. That's crazy. I think probably the craziest thing I've ever seen though. You know, besides the G strings and you know, um like lingerie and shit like that. Like there's there's been some times where some dildos have come through. I'm like, do they sell these? Do they go in the electronic section, you know? Like, people are like, man, I don't want this dildo anymore, but it's still got some life left in it. I think I'm going to donate it. You know, give this guy a good home. Let's not, let's not put him in a trash can. It still, it still has some valuable time left. You can still get like 20 hours of pleasure out of this thing, right? Man. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a crazy ride, you know, having to go in there for 48 hours. You know, I know what you're thinking, though. Hey, you know, I work 40 hours a week. Not the same shit. Try working for free where you ain't getting paid. Like, tell me you don't think that shit's fucked up. And everybody's like, you know what? You're making a difference. And, you know, you're helping out. You're helping out for a good cause. And it's like, no, I'm not. Those are some greedy ass motherfuckers, man. As much money as that motherfucking place makes, 
they don't play their they don't pay their employees a lot you know which you think they would you know i've seen them kick, kick out homeless people you know like how is that ha- helping out your community kicking out homeless people at a fucking goodwill no less you know that's crazy to me it really is it's really crazy Just the amount of money these motherfuckers make. Just, I don't know. Something about that just irks me. You know, I'm sure when it first started, you know, it was it was probably something where, you know, some people, a group of people came together and they were like, you know what? Let's try to do something good in the world or whatever, you know? And then it just kind of got out of control. They're like, oh, man, we're making so much money. It's all free stuff. And we just turn around and sell it. You know, like that is crazy, man. <clears throat> you know, and I've actually tried to work at Goodwill, too, before, you know, because I've been unemployed. And some of the job applications that I, I placed, you know, out out in the world have been at Goodwill. You know, and uh, the first time I've I placed, uh, you know, applications, it was probably like a year ago. You know, maybe maybe more. I don't know. You know, I um, I applied, and I ended up getting this call from somebody that claimed to be from Goodwill, right? I was like, fuck yeah, right? I'm going to get a job. Nope. You know what they did? They were screening the, uh, the, applic- the applicants for... They're like, oh, you know, I noticed you put put in these applications for Goodwill. You know, what we're trying to do today is just screen the applicants that have placed uh, their interest for these jobs. I'm like, okay, you know, that's what I'm thinking, right? I'm like, all right, whatever. And then uh, they're like, yeah, you know, preference is given to um, to people with disabilities. You know, these government contracts that we get. We get them because in return, we're going to be hiring people that um, that are disabled. You know, we're helping the disabled, right? You know, the first time I heard that, I was like, all right. Um, you know, I've never heard that before. So I'm like, all right, what are you trying to what are you trying to get out of here? You know, and it's like, well, do you have any form of disabilities? And I'm like, what? Oh, man. And I was just making up shit. You know, I was like, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes my mom called me retarded when I was a kid. So. And then I've had some girlfriends before in the past that they would call me stupid. So. I mean, I probably do, you know, just put me down for a maybe or highly likely. So, yeah. Yeah, turns out that uh, you have to you have to turn in some type type of form, you know, that says you're disabled or whatever. Like they don't go on the honor system just because you say something doesn't mean they're just gonna be like, oh, okay, I believe you. I'm gonna put you down as disabled, right? And I don't know if you know this, but the list of disabilities is so big. That you can look at the list, just kind of like briefly scan through them, and you'll end up after 
doing this, you end up thinking like, really? That's a that's a disability? Like, fuck out of here, man. It, it seems like everything that's wrong with somebody is going to be found on that particular list. Like, I would not be surprised if you came across... Does it hurt when you fart? Like, you know what I mean? That's probably on there. Oh, it hurts when I fart. Oh, man. I see that on there. So I'm disabled. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy, man. Like, fuck out of here. But I I tell you this, though. So I can tell you what happened yesterday. That just... Man, it it just fucking irritated the fuck out of me. You know, and I want to say this was the same person that called me about the same fucking shit, right? Keep in mind, it's been like a year since I've been, since I've had to hear this, right? All right, so I get the uh, pre-screen call again. You know, without even realizing it, you know, I was, I was actually walking yesterday because, um, a few days ago I went, uh, I went around the neighborhood collecting job opportunities, right? In the form of paper that you have to fill out, you know? So yesterday You know, I spent most of the morning and some of the afternoon filling out these applications for jobs. And then I I went and distributed them, you know, all these applications that I got from my my travels, right? So I did that for, for a few hours, you know. And I get this phone call when I'm walking, and it's that woman I'm telling you about. You know, I could swear up and down, man. It's the same fucking woman that called me like a year ago. Like, I am i don't even think I'd be lying. You know? I could fucking swear it's the same fucking woman. So, she's doing the same shit, you know? And I'm already irritated, you know? Because she set it up the same fucking way. <laughs> you know, like she's going off of a script or something. You know, and she's, uh... And then she asked me, she's like, well, now's the time... If you'd like to disclose privately with me, nobody will know if you have a form of disability. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like trying really hard not to hang up on a face because maybe there's some type of positive at the end of the fucking conversation, right? So I tell her, I'm just like, I clearly stated on the application that I'm not disabled. And she's like, oh, well, we don't even look at the applications. Like, oh, I'm like, then why the fuck are you calling me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure you didn't just fucking get my name off of a list. Like, because I fucking put an application in, you know? I put several of them in. You know, like, you're going to sit there and tell me that you cannot see any of that on your fucking whole-ass computer? Like, fuck out of here, man. You know? Like, I didn't say any of that shit, but, you know, I wanted to, right? I was waiting for the positive to come along. So um, she's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Unfortunately, we cannot see any of that information. 
But you do see the information to ask me, hey, ask him if he's fucking retarded, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's appropriate, right? So after I get done telling her that, you know, she's like, well, you'll still be considered, but preference is given to people with disabilities, you know, because of the government contracts and how they're set up, and that's why we get the jobs, and... You know, and then I'm, I'm, I'm fucking hearing this and I'm like, all right, well, look, I'm not fucking retarded. You know, like all I hear in my fucking head is on a scale of one to 10, how retarded are you? You know what I mean? Like, come on. You you telling me that I can't get this fucking ho ass job because I'm not retarded enough. Like who the fuck does that? Like, how is that legal? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like how good you can do the job or if you're even qualified. It's how retarded are you? We need to know. This is important. Like, you can't get the job unless you're this fucking retarded. Like, seriously? Like, you know what? Your retarded level is at a five. We at least need it to be up to a seven. So, get a brick and smash your head with it. Maybe that'll bump you up a point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, hey, take a shit in your fucking underwear. That'll bump you up to an eight, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just like, really, man? No, I mean, I'll never sit here and be like, that's cool. That they're offering opportunities to the fucking retarded, you know? What's crazy, what baffles me is this fucking job, it's a call center job, right? And they're they're trying to get retarded people to do it. <clears throat> and before I continue on that, I know there's a, there's a few of you out there that are fucking hearing me talk. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's so mean. Why is he, that doesn't make you retarded if you have a disability. You know what? Fuck you, man. Like, those people get money from the fucking government, man. I don't get shit. You know, and not only do they get money, then they're taking away the fucking jobs, too. Like, fuck out of here. Fuck those motherfuckers, you know? Anyways. <laughs> um, so the jobs that cost their job. And it pays you, like, 18 fucking dollars an hour. You know, and... I'm like, oh my gosh, I could totally use that fucking money right now, you know? And the only thing I could say to this woman is, fuck you, thank you for wasting my goddamn time. Just because I'm not fucking retarded enough. You know, and then I hung up. Like, fucking bullshit. That's crazy. So, I guess what I'm trying to say... The reason I've been running my fucking mouth here for the last, I don't know, what what was it, 25 minutes, maybe? Which there's also so much other shit to say, but I don't know. I, I don't want to keep talking about it because at this particular moment right now, I'm annoyed, you know? Like, I finally just hit my level of annoyance. Like, I can't go any further. Like, this is it. I'm just like, all right. (laughs) So, the last thing I guess I have to say about that is, 
fuck that place. Now let's kick this shit off. And that hobo with a Southern Twang show is back. <laughs> All right. Now, you know, before I forget, you know, I mentioned I was returning these applications that I gathered from my travels, right? So I'm pulling up to this intersection, you know. By pulling up, I mean I'm walking, right? I mean, come on. So I'm standing there, and I'm getting, I'm getting approached by this female, this older woman. It's a crossing guard. I'm like, what the hell does she want, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to deal with nobody in a fucking nonsense right now. I'm just, I'm just walking, right? At the end of the day, what am I doing? I'm just walking. So, you know, I look at this woman, and she tells me, she's like, oh, hey, uh, I can, you know, I'm going to do this or that or whatever. I don't, I don't even remember what she said. Like, I remembered yesterday a little bit, but now I don't, I don't fucking remember. You know what I mean? My fucked up memory, right? But uh, she's like... It's like, hey, sir, or whatever, and I'm like, I know, I hear a couple words, and I'm like, look, you know, I'm good, uh, I don't need your help, and then she's like, I don't, know. I don't know, she mumbles some shit, some crazy shit comes out of her mouth, and blah, you know, like, whatever, so I hit the button to cross the street, and I'm sitting there waiting, and she's like, excuse me, sir, I know she don't have any kids, I'm like, look, I don't need your help, leave me alone, please. You know, and I mean, was that an asshole move? Because, you know, I clearly told her in the beginning I didn't want no help from her. And then she keeps bothering me. And I just don't understand. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? She asked me uh, the first time she opened her mouth, for whatever reason, she decided to. She said, Where are you going? I'm like, it doesn't matter where I'm going. I'm just walking, right? I think that's what I I think that's what happened the first time, but It's like, you know what? You you you're out here with your fucking vest, your fucking whistle, fucking being all extra and shit, fucking blowing the whistle and you know what I mean? With your little sign and I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that. That's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, we don't need to be in the same vicinity as each other. Because I don't want to be a part of whatever you're doing. Does that make any sense to anybody? Is this mic on? <laughs> like, fuck your life. I don't want to be a part of it. Just leave me the hell alone. So, you know, a crazy thing. Um... Before I could, you know, before I went to court, you know, 
I, I knew I needed to get my eggs in a, you know, all my eggs in a basket, you know, there's, there was some shit that I left up completed, you know, cause I figured I had more time. I thought I had till December and I didn't, I didn't know that. Like, you know, it just kind of dawned, dawned on me that, you know, this, this shit was about to be over and I wasn't done with most of this stuff or, you know, some of the shit that I needed to complete. So, you know, like I said, I finished off those community service hours don't even want to get into that shit no more, right? But I had these classes that I had to do, which they call DWI education classes, and they call the second part a live panel, which from my understanding is supposed to be a group of people that come in that have been affected in one way or another by alcohol, you know, whether it be themselves or, you know, maybe they lost some family members. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the case may be, right? So, I look at this list of people that, you know, offer these classes. And one of them on the list happened to be, like, right fucking over there. Like, not even... I think it was, like, 15 minutes from from where I stay. So, it was, like, a 15-minute walk. And I was like, fuck yeah, right? So... I ended up going in there, and I mean, right off the bat, there was just some some shit that just kind of went off in my head. I was like, hmm, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't really seem like like a, a room of learning, you know? Like, I didn't get that vibe. I mean, for the most most part, I think it was clean. It smelled all right. Like, you know what I mean? But the guy that was doing it, you know, he was just... He, he kind of looked like, I don't, I don't even know how to say this without sounding offensive or coming off some type of way racially uh, discriminating or, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I'm just going to say it. So this guy was a brother and to me, he kind of reminded me like a, like an OG type, you know? Like, he had his, his pants and his shirt, like, starched, and, you know, he everything was color-coordinated, and, you know what I mean? Like, this guy was, like, 50. I mean, I, I would give him 50. You know, he was light-skinned, he had some colored eyes, I think, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. But I remember Googling him, going to the website, and the picture he has on his website is totally misleading because the guy he looks like a preacher in a website like his his website picture is like oh this guy's a preacher you know you know and it turns out this guy may or may not be a lawyer i don't know but uh he made it he made it known though that it was from louisiana right he even said if you go to louisiana and if you don't fucking do anything else but this like you need a you need to try the gumbo. That's what he said. Like in his little biography on the the website. Right? So I'm like, alright, well, eh, he seems like a nice guy, whatever, you know. And then I meet him, right? I'm like You can barely understand what he's saying. Like he doesn't really talk articulate, you know, or even speak in a manner where you can hear him most of the time, right? Like those are all important factors. Or qualities that you would expect from an individual that you are obligated to learn from, right? 
So, these are just stuff I noticed. And another thing I noticed, if there wasn't enough, right? I'm noticing all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, his underwear's pink. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't see any of that. I'm just playing, but he was wearing a hat, you know, like he wasn't wearing like a, like, I don't know, some kind, some type of class he had. He was wearing like a baseball cap, which was odd to me, but you know, it is what it is, whatever. Like I didn't get lawyer from anything that was presented in front of me. Like, lawyer, the little, you know, the little light, the flag, it, it wasn't flashing. Hey, lawyer, lawyer's in the room. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't get that from from meeting him. Now, I'm not saying that there was anything wrong with this person. All I'm saying are these are just stuff that I happen to notice, right? So, anyways, I'm in this class because I need a... I need to do these classes, right? Like, like I haven't done them yet. And, like, I part of it was because I thought they were more expensive. But this guy, it turns out from what he was saying, he's, like, one of the cheaper, like, classes. Like, he's a cheaper instructor, right? He offers these at a discounted rate. He's like, yeah, if you get, like, five classes, you get, like, $50 discount. I'm like, whoa, slow down there, buddy. I don't need that many i just need two right so anyways what i envisioned in my head that was gonna go down like what i was gonna see and what i was gonna hear was not matching up with reality at the bit at the least it was not like my expectations at no time matched up with reality it was just okay this is what i have in my head and nope not at one point during this whole time I was there did they ever intersect, right? They never crossed paths. Totally parallel. So, so I'm sitting there with uh, what appeared to be a small class. You know, there's plenty of chairs left over. And, you know, he collects money. Everybody gives him money. And he just, he casually just puts it in his fucking shirt pocket. I'm like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, this motherfucker's making some money. Like, he's he's walking out like a bandit, right? Now, keep in mind... You know, I'm saying this because I don't think anybody listens to this show. You know, anybody important. But, uh... These classes are supposed to be something like 15 hours or some shit, right? I don't know. Something ridiculous like that. So, you're supposed to be there for, like, two days... And they break them up, so like, basically all day type of shit, right? And I'm like, oh no, I don't want to be there, you know what I mean? Like, I do not want to sit there for the amount of time that they are telling me I need to be there. And you know, from from what I've have taken in, from what he said, I mean, we were going to be there like a long fucking time, right? And... The first fucking day I was there, you know, I I may or may not have learned something. I mean, I don't know. I would have loved it if at the end, he kind of just gave you a rundown, you know. Hey, these are honorable mentions. This is stuff that may help you out in the future, you know. Go ahead and take this fucking list of shit with you. You know what I mean? Like, I I think that would have been 
something great, in my opinion. Because I could have used it. You know, I could have looked over it, you know, a couple times every now and again. Been like, alright, well, this is what it is, right? Whatever. But, yeah, I think I was only there like two hours. Maybe three. I mean, like two hours, right? Like, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't there any, any length of time where I was like, oh man, this is gonna really suck. Ah, it's already been six hours, you know what I mean? So, that happened. And so I was like, alright, well, I guess the next day is gonna be a fucking long one, right? Nope. We actually, we got out earlier than the fucking first day. So I'm like, alright, well, this is working out great for me, right? So basically, at the end of the fucking term, you know, for lack of a better word, um, you know, we may or may not have been there, you know, for the amount of time, but for the purposes of the story and for accuracy and for, what's the word I'm looking for? For the purposes of not incriminating oneself. I was there for the amount of time that I was supposed to be there, you know? Yep, I was. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy even, he even mentioned, he was like, yeah, somebody went back and told the probation officer that the fucking class was easy and that uh, he wasn't even there that long. And they were like, oh yeah? Well, go ahead and sign up for another one. Go ahead and pay some more money. Because that's what you're going to do for telling on yourself, right? I was like, man, if that happened to me where I wasn't there for the amount of time I was supposed to be, I wouldn't tell anybody, you know? But that didn't happen to me. I didn't get that lucky, right? Like, I was there the amount of time I was supposed to be there. <clears throat> but... um. Uh, But yeah, you know, you ended up taking a test and that was that. You know, I think one of those days, I even showed up like half an hour late because he wanted to show up early, right? I was like, all right, well, I got this. And then I overslept. I don't know how that happened. But it happened and uh, everything was cool, you know? But yeah, I would recommend this guy if you ever get in a predicament like I did. You know, if the class, the other ones that are offered by the other, I don't know, schools, I guess you could say, around town. Like, um, I wouldn't even try the other ones. I'd be like, eh. You know what I mean? Because I was like, ew. You know? Like, this guy was my type of guy. This is the type of teacher I needed. You know? What he did was A-OK with me. Everything was great. You know? You know, some of the videos were, uh, were, I guess, interesting, you know, interestingly old, right? But, I don't know, I think for the most part, I think the message was heard, it was sent out, and received loud and clear, so. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, that was the class, I think it was like three days, and... You know, I was going to take this 
this moment to speak about something fun or I don't know something like ooh you know but I just kind of want to get all this out of me you know I've touched on the DWI thing plenty of times I just want to <clears throat> I just want to do like a rundown of it you know just kind of summarize it and just kind of make it be known because I mean people are listening to this fucking show more than ever and I want people to know this I want, I want people to understand, because I used to be one of those people that I would just drink and drive, and I'd see the sign, oh, don't text and drive, you know, drink and go to jail, or whatever, I don't know, whatever, whatever the stupid sign says, right? I mean, fuck hurting somebody while you're inebriated, fuck that. Like, I don't care about that shit. Like, let's not even get into that, right? Because it's... it's kind of like one of those things it leaves without saying right like we all know that that's all common shit now from what I learned from this class just kind of kick this off right now on this is alcohol and marijuana they're not even that far apart from when you consume it right either one like alcohol is a little bit more like, it fucks with you, right? But I didn't know this. I didn't know fucking marijuana did the same shit to you. Just, it's like a couple points down, right? And, yeah. If you're high and you get caught, you're getting in trouble. It's probably not going to be as bad, but, you know, it's <clears throat> it's going to be something you don't want to go through, you know? gonna be a fucking thorn in your ass now if you get high and you drink it doesn't do it two times as much like it amplifies it way more so you're way more fucked up this is what the guy told me now going into it if he wouldn't have told me that if he would have asked me i would have been like fuck yeah it does you know what i'm saying like, every time I fucking drank and smoked, like, oh my gosh. I think there's a couple situations if I haven't told you guys already. Let me just briefly go down, right? Down the list. Now, first time I ever smoked, <clears throat> I think I was like 15, maybe. You know? I think I took a couple hits and that was it. Like, I got like a headache, you know? I was like, eh, whatever, right? Like, it, I, I wasn't like first time I fucking drank I was like oh my gosh this is awesome you know then I got really sick but you know let's not talk about that right (laughs) anyways uh I think the second time I smoked you know it was some guy that came over with uh one of my ex's uh girlfriends and he he happened to have some right now I smoked and I've been drinking and after I smoked no less than like 20 minutes later I was in the restroom fucking throwing up everything and anything. I was throwing up shit from fucking a year ago. That's how much I was throwing up. I don't know why. Ask me why I don't fucking know, right? So I got really sick. And then, um, what was it? Probably, I want to say there was maybe two more times. Well, anyways, let's just talk about those since I don't remember the other ones, if there were. So... I had this roommate where he fucking, he was a big piehead. 
He always fucking smoked, right? All the fucking time. And this one time he was leaving because he's going to go play a game of basketball, right? So I'm sitting there watching him smoke, and I'm like, aren't you just going to go play right now? Like, why are you smoking? And he's like, man, this shit gets me going. Like, I always smoke before I go, and it gets me going. I'm like, you got the Red Bull marijuana that you're smoking? Like, seriously? This is, like, unheard of. And he's like, hey, you want to try it? I'm like, well, I already got a downer. And you're telling me it's not a downer. You're telling me it's more like an upper, but it's still weed. Hmm. I don't know anything about weed. You know? Like, fucking, why not? So, I take some hits. Oh, I mean, I feel this shit, like, right away. Like, this is some potent shit. Like, I've never smoked anything like this. So, all of a sudden, my eyes get really red. You know, I'm feeling lightheaded. And what happened after that was nothing less than fuck my life, you know? Because that's what I felt like while it was happening. Like, if you would have told me this was going to go down for the next three fucking hours... I would have been like, nah, man, get this shit out of my face, you know? Kind of like fucking Nacho Libre, you're like, get that cone out of my face, you know? Like, oh my gosh, it was just bad. So after he left, I mean, keep in mind, I've already been drinking, right? I mean, I was a, I was a big alcoholic at this point. I've already been drinking, I'm sitting there. I had already fucking, I don't know how many hits I took, but it was enough. I'm sitting there in front of the TV. The TV's not even fucking on. Nothing, nothing is going on. I'm just sitting on the couch. And it feels like I'm in the fucking Matrix. You know? You know when Neo's moving his arms and shit? And then you could see like more Neos. Kind of like more arms or some shit. I don't know. Whatever. That's, that's what I was seeing and that's what I was feeling. You know? And that happened for the next three hours. I was like, oh my gosh, when is this going to end? Like, I couldn't even talk. I was just like, well, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, oh man. Try, try fucking trying to pee because you've been drinking so much while this is going on. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, I don't understand why people smoke weed. I don't fucking get it. Like I said, I've never had a good experience. The last thing I have to say, I guess, the last story, right? Is um, I had a booty call. You know, I met on one of those apps. You know, we've been texting. You know, she sent me some dirty pictures throughout the day and whatnot. Right. And I'm like, hey, you want to come over? Right. She's like, fuck yeah. You know, I'm like, well, you know, the the UFC fight's going to be on. So we just chill and, you know, watch that and fuck, you know, don't forget about that part. She was like, all right, I'm down. So. She comes over, you know, and she's like, hey, I brought, I brought a blunt, you know, is that cool? And I was like, okay. So she lights it up. I mean, it was a big motherfucker. It was huge. You know, I'm pretty sure some girl out there is dying to say, that's what I said, right? (laughs) So she lights it up and she's like here you want some i'm like all right you know keep in mind i've already been drinking right lots a lot so i'm taking a hit of this shit and uh i only take like one hit i want to say one hit right 
So, you know, it feels like, feels like 10 minutes had passed by, you know? You know, I was sitting on the couch. We were sitting. Felt like 10 minutes passed by. And it felt like an awkward soul. (laughs) It felt like an awkward silence moment was in the making. That we were going through that, right? That's what it felt like. Let me tell you what really happened. So, in all reality, an hour and a half had passed by. And not a fucking word was said from me to her. I was just staring at the screen. Like, just with the blank look on my face. I'm like, man, this is so crazy. You know? Like, ah, man, it's only been five minutes. I I guess I should say something. You know? (laughs) And then, uh... Yeah, it felt like 10 minutes, but nope. It was more like an hour and a half. And, uh... She ended up saying, fuck it. I'm gonna go. You know? So she left. You know, because I wasn't paying no attention to her. I didn't get no ass. I didn't get anything. I think I might have got a boob squeeze. Which I don't remember because I guess it wasn't memorable, right? And then never heard from her again. Like, how you gonna be mad when you're the one that fucking brought the weed? You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck was I supposed to know when I clearly told you I don't smoke weed that it was gonna affect me like that? Bitches be tripping, right? That's all that is. Bitches be tripping. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, guess it's true. You drink, you smoke weed. It, I don't know how you can do anything after that, let alone drive. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, just going back to what I was saying, uh, just, you know, just a rundown of what, what, what has transpired, what has gone down as far as the whole, you know, DWI thing. I mean, I'm not going to go into how I got it or what happened when I went to jail or anything, but <clears throat> so, you know, um, I, I didn't have a job, you know, you know, I had, um, had worked at a call center you know, right around the time that, you know, this should happen, you know, and I got bronchitis real bad, you know, I think that lasted like two months, and probably, probably three weeks in of having bronchitis, I lost my voice, now, I'm not going to tell you how long I lost my voice for at this moment, but I will, so I didn't want to work, I didn't want to be there, I mean, I couldn't fucking talk, you know, I've never, I've never had that happen before. I've never not been able to say anything. Like I literally tried to talk. It didn't matter how loud or soft I tried. Nothing was coming out. You know, it wasn't alarming at that moment. Not yet. So as I'm getting fired because I don't have any more time left off and this is clearly not going away. You know, I'm sitting there writing her, writing my shit down on a paper and fucking giving it to them because I couldn't say anything. So that was done. And I recall going through a drive through. I don't know why I did this. I mean, motherfucker, you can't talk. Like, why would you do that? And she's like, excuse me, ma'am. I don't know what you're saying. And I'm like, ah, 
die and I just fucking drive off, right? So, so yeah, at this point, I don't have a job, you know, rents do. I'm an alcoholic, you know, so I started doing Uber, started doing Uber, Lyft, then I get popped with a DWI, and uh, my car blows up, you know, while I'm working Uber. And I, I still can't talk, you know. Still can't talk. I've got, at this point, you know, two months pass. I've, I've already gone out, you know, over the bronchitis thing. And I still can't fucking say a motherfucking word, you know. Two months. Third month. I'm getting worried, you know. Like, really worried. Because I was like, hey, you know what? You know, that's what I've been saying to myself for the fucking first two months. I was like, you know what? Hey, it's gonna get better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, nah, bitch, it ain't gonna get better. Like, you can't fucking say nothing, motherfucker. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? So, third month, I'm like really worried. I'm alarmed. I'm fucking at a stage 10 freak out mode. And I've, I've never been through anything like that before. It was terrifying. You know, I, I cried because I, I was so scared. You know, I didn't think I was going to speak ever again. And long behold, I woke up one day and I could talk. So, <laughs> yeah. But man, you never know how much you appreciate stuff. Even if it's tiny, even if it's something you've had your whole fucking life, you've been able to do it. You know, it goes unappreciated until you don't have it one day. I don't know why we, I don't know why we do that, you know, you should appreciate everything you have, you know, no matter how big or small it is, everything has meaning, so, I'm going through all this shit, you know, and I'm, I'm about to lose my fucking, um, my apartment because, like I said, my car blew up, right, I'm not even supposed to be fucking driving because I got popped with a DWI, right, so, I couldn't even drive. I didn't have a job. <clears throat> you know, it kind of it kind of was reminiscent of that movie Dumb and Dumber. You know, when Lloyd goes out, he goes to the store, and then the next scene is him walking with like fucking a little pair wheel fucking spinner thingy, and he has this ridiculous like 12 gallon hat on and you know he's got like four cases of fucking beer you know what i mean and he buys this he, he's wanting this nudie mag you know this newspaper thing and then he gets jacked from the old woman you know he and then he comes back with nothing right and then uh harry's like what did you do with the last of our dough and he's like i got robbed by an old lady i mean that's what i felt like i felt like you know, for those, <clears throat> the next two weeks, I was just like, ah, you know what, fuck it, let me, let me get fucked up, you know, so I would walk my ass to the convenience store, it wasn't that far, you know, I'd always buy a bunch of beer, and then I'd go back, and I'd fucking drink, and, you know, I don't know what else I was doing, I don't, I don't remember, but that's what I was doing for like two, three weeks, I'd do that every day, I'd go over there, and fucking come back with a bunch of booze, you know, 
And then until I ran out of money, you know. You know, I've had a numerous amount of shitty roommates, you know. I think I, I think I went through like three of them till you know I ended up in the spot I'm am now. And one was progressively worse than the last. It seemed like, or maybe it was in reverse order. I don't know. You know, but um, I ended up popping dirty on New Year's, New Year's Eve, on the breathalyzer machine. And um, they put me on an abuse, you know, where if you decide to drink while you're on this pill, this medication, you know, it turns the alcohol you have inside of your body into formaldehyde. So you get sick, right? <clears throat> Has all these crazy side effects if you decide to, to binge on the booze while you're not supposed to. So I did that for three months. You know, for three months, three times a week, I would show up at this clinic that was like nowhere near me, not conveniently located, right? Give my $9 and then fucking leave, right? It was in and out, but I mean, everybody there was like savage as fuck. They all look crazy. They all look like they needed to be there, you know? You could just tell by their demeanor. That's what I thought the consequences were. Now, I was only supposed to have that breathalyzer machine for three months. But I ended up having it for six months. No, actually, I was supposed to have it for six months and I ended up having it for a year. You know? And I finally... <laughs> I finally was told I could get rid of it. Like, I don't have to blow in it anymore. I can't believe I didn't even mention this. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't have to blow in it anymore. And I give it back. Like in a few days, I think. I can't even believe that I forgot to mention that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I can have like a love-hate thing about it because, I mean, that thing did keep me from drinking, you know? You know, I've been sober since January. It's been a long fucking time. So, now that it's got to me, what, what's keeping me from not drinking? I mean, I'm still on probation, you know? So I'm not supposed to, I don't think. You know You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. But going back to, to what I was telling you guys, I mean, the horrors of fucking getting a DWI. So I had a machine for a year, you know, when I wasn't supposed to. 48 hours of community service. I had to go to rehab for like two months, which was a joke. It took, I mean, <clears throat> I think it was there like three times a week, you know? And then I had to do some extra stuff for it, and I don't know, it was just, it was a lot of shit, man. A lot of inconvenience, you know, just a rehab thing. Um, I had to do the uh, DWI education class along with that live panel thing, and I didn't, I didn't even mention the live panel thing. I thought some people were going to come in and like, just start crying and... You know, giving us stories and shit. Nope, it was just a video, so that happened. <laughs> and uh not to let's not forget having to fucking do a piss test 
every month, paying $10 for that motherfucker, right? Having to see a probation officer every month, having him be, him be all up in your shit, you know? Um, you know, and all that was amplified by the fact that, you know, I didn't, no longer I had my own place. No longer did I have a job, did I have a car, I had no, no real support system, you know, you know, like I, I don't have any family here, you know, I don't, even if I did, I mean, I don't really talk to them anyways, you know, I was just basically trying to make this all fucking an ideal situation where, you know, I was trying to make the best of it out of a shitty one, you know, shitty situation, obviously all on my own, you know, and having to deal with all that shit and then having to deal with stuff, you know, wherever I was staying at and, um, it was just a lot of stress every day. It was just really stressful living, you know, really stressful. Um, also have had to had to pay. I think I think what they wanted was like eighteen hundred dollars for the court fees and shit, probation fees and all that crap. <clears throat> you know, I didn't have anywhere close to the money. I mean, I haven't paid one fucking thing up until this point. Um, it, the breathalyzer alone. I mean, that was a pain in the ass. I didn't even talk about that. Had to blow in it three times a day. You know, they give you these time frames. Like, first time was like uh, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. You got to blow once. Next is uh, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then the last uh, the last time period you got to blow in it is 10 p.m. To, to midnight. That's three times a day. Every day. I did that for a year so yeah that fucking sucks fucking hated it I never got used to it like ever never got used to it I was like this is a pain in the ass you know and it's it's $140 a month that's crazy bunny for somebody who doesn't have any fucking money like that's fucking insane you know but you gotta pay it I mean, this whole year has been fucking a pain in the ass. It's it's been horrifying at times. It's been fucking very stressful. This is probably hands down. It's probably been the worst year of my fucking life. You know. And um, honestly, I do wholeheartedly believe that if everybody, the whole population went through the exact same thing that I've been through this whole year. I want to say maybe out of that 100%, right? Maybe 5%. I, you know, just being generous would pull through, right? I think the rest of them would off themselves. I really do. 
Like, this shit would definitely have broken a lesser person, you know? Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've done a lot of, um, venting, you know, but I've never, I've never been broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been fucking ridiculous, this whole experience. And over what? What are we talking about right now? Fucking talking about fucking drinking and driving, you know? Something that's conveniently located pretty much everywhere, <laughs> you know? It doesn't really cost much, you know? It's, uh, it's really, actually, you could buy it really cheap. You know, everybody does it. Everybody drinks and drives, you know? But the person that gets caught is the one that gets frowned upon. Like, ooh, you're a bad person. You know? It's not even like, ooh, you're naughty. It's like, you piece of shit, you know? It's like, goddamn, man. Like, calm your tits. You know what I mean? Like, you, you fucking do it. Like, fuck off, right? But yeah, I would never do it ever again. Like, never. This, like, this whole shit. I mean, I don't even... I didn't go into detail about everything, but... I think I told you enough... That you can kind of understand, you know, you can kind of imagine. So, I, I don't know if I left anything out, but man, that's a whole lot of shit, man. That's a whole lot of shit. So, over booze, you know, I've fucking, I've known alcohol. That's all I've known. You know, since I was a kid. You know, I've been drinking since I was like 12 or 14. I, I can't fucking remember. Um, it's all I've ever known. Like, <clears throat> my parents, they would drink. None of them ever smoked, but they drank. You know, anywhere we'd go, they'd be drinking. You know, it was always around me. It's always around me. You know, I think everybody's taking a sip of beer or something, you know, from a young age, I don't know, five and six, whatever, everybody's been there, I mean, even as a grown-up, even as a teenager, whatever, I mean, there's pretty much nowhere you go that people aren't fucking drinking, you know, doesn't matter what you're doing, fucking party, a kid's party, you know, and old people party, it don't matter what kind of party. I mean, people get fucked up. You go bowling, you get fucked up. You go to the amusement park, you're getting fucked up. You go to a company event, you're getting fucked up. You're at home, you're getting fucked up. Barbecue, fucked up. You know, what are you doing in your free time? I'm at a bar getting fucked up. What are we doing? We're hanging out, we're getting fucked up. I mean, it, it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't matter, like, what you're doing. I mean, society is pretty much like, you can't do anything sober, you know? I mean, it's all I've known. It's all I've known. And I, I get punished like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've got, got punished. It's... I don't know, I, I just think it, it's fucking insane, you know? Like, over some fucking booze. Like, 
you know, just not even talk about the fact that you can hurt people and all this stupid shit, you know, like, <clears throat> I just, um, I, I would never do it again, it's not because I'm, uh, I'm trying to be, like, a morally good person, it's not because I have some type, some type of moral compass, or, you know, I feel remorseful for what happened, or, yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything, I just got pulled over, but, not like I killed anybody, but I'm just saying, like, I don't feel anything where, like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, feel like I'm apologizing or something. I mean, I don't feel any of that shit, you know? I fucked up in uh, in the rules and laws of society. And I got punished for it. That's all that happened. You know, I honestly don't feel like I did anything bad, you know? Now, if something would happen... I would have caused harm to somebody or something like that. You know, I'd, I'd definitely feel bad, you know, if it was my fault, right? But then you got to think about what preventative actions and you're not supposed to do this and that. I mean, I get it, you know, whatever. The, the fix to that is, oh, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get your friend to give you a ride. Take the bus. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. You know, figure it out. That's all I'm saying. Oh, this is the last segment I'm recording. For this episode. <laughs> it's uh. There's only so many hours in a day. You know. There's only so much time I have to myself. You know. So. I'm just going to tell you one last thing about. What I need to. You know. Get off my chest. Right. And then. Hopefully. Later on in the week. I can. Record another episode that has nothing to do with anything, any of this bullshit, you know, that I'm putting out on the internets. Because I just want to move past this. I don't, I don't want to keep harping on it. I don't want to keep talking about something that's uh, essentially going to be buried and already has been beaten into the ground so many times, right? Now... Just to kind of get the last part off my chest. You know, I ended up quitting the other job I had working at the restaurant. Because, you know, just the whole experience, the whole thing, it's just, it's been, it's been toxic. It's, it's something that I don't want it. I didn't, I didn't want to be a part of. I mean, you, you guys could probably sense it. You know, it's something that I didn't need to be a part of, you know. You know, it's not like I was making that much anyways. Sometimes you just have to be the the bigger person. You have to be mature enough. You have to be grown enough to know when to walk away from shit. They could affect you in a bad way. Really bad. Along some, some way down the line, right? So... What happened, what went down, you know, it's, it's been, uh, 
It's been brewing for a while, you know? You know, I've been fighting with these illegal motherfuckers, you know, forever. <laughs> Arguments here and there. A lot of shit's been said and done and... Man, has it been... Has it been a fucking journey, right? Has it been a headache and fucking pain in the ass working there? You know, the, the last thing that happened that made me, you know, leave, that just kind of, I guess, broke the, the camel's back, so to speak, right? You know, I had ordered some food. You know, I, I was told that it was ready, so... You know, I happily went over there. I was I was excited. I fucking love food, right? You know, I ordered uh, a burger with some fries, you know, and I, I had put, uh, I had ordered it with bacon, jalapenos, you know, avocado, fucking everything, right? So, I went to go get it, and there was this guy... Sitting there eating my fucking fries. Like, I have to pay for these meals. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, hey, you know, he's he's dipping in my fries. But you know what? I don't have to pay for the food, right? Nah, it wasn't like that. I have to pay for the food. So, I'm looking at him. I'm like, are you fucking serious? And I'm I'm saying some shit to him. He, he has no idea what I'm saying because he doesn't speak any fucking English. So I'm looking at him, and I realize that he doesn't understand, right? Because he's got this fucking goofy look on his face. And I just fucking shoulder bump him real hard, you know? I hit him with my shoulder. You know, I got my food, and I went to eat it, and then, you know, that was that. So I come back from break, and for whatever reason, he's standing there next to the manager, Right? And I, I need to I need to talk to her anyways because that's the only way they like they let you clock back in is if the manager you know approves it or whatever you know what I mean I don't know I don't get it but it doesn't matter right that's just how they do it over there because they're stupid but <laughs> anyways I'm I'm seeing this that they're standing next to each other and I look at her and I'm like you know what this motherfucker did he ate my food. You know, and I'm I'm looking at her, and I'm seeing that she doesn't really seem to care. And I'm like, damn. You know, I should just beat his fucking ass, right? And then she looks at me, and that's that's what fucking something that she cares about, right? So she's looking at me after I said this, and she's like, are you serious, or were you just playing? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm serious. Why not? Probably, you know. I mean, I own it. I'm going to own up to what I said. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, well, I'm going to take that as a threat, you know. And she ends up sending me home. And he gets to stay there. You know, motherfucker, eat my food. And, you know, it's not the fact that he ate the food, you know. That's not what I have a problem with. Problem is, I fucking paid for it. And he never apologized. He never was like, yo, you know, I'm fucking, I'm hungry, you know. I just saw him and I was like, oh my gosh, can't help myself, right? You know, if he would have said something like that, you know, he would have been like, you know, man, my bad. Like, whatever. In Spanish or whatever language he speaks. I would have been like, dude, just here you go, man. Take some fries, you know. Nobody likes to be hungry, whatever, right? 
No, it's the fact that this motherfucker acted like he didn't give a shit, you know? And, you know, while he was eating them and then he fucking saw me that I was seeing him eat my fucking shit. And then I talked all this shit to him. This is what this guy said. I just remembered right now what he said. You know, I forgot to tell you. But now I remember. <laughs> so he turns around. He looks at the other guy that fucking told me that my food was ready. And he's like, man, these fucking fries, they're not even fresh. Like, when are the fresh ones coming out? And I'm like, are you fucking serious, you know? So that's when I shoulder bumped him, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's not even that he ate the fucking fries. It's just like... You know, the ball's on this motherfucker, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. That really bothered me. And, you know, I got sent home for it, and he got to stay there. And then um, I, didn't get to, I didn't get to work the next day, and they told me to stay there, you know, for like, uh, actually, yeah, they didn't say anything after that, but I think that Monday I ended up going in, and I was, I was trying to talk to her because I wanted to work. You know, and she, she wanted to talk to me, and then, you know, we sat down, and I was like, this isn't going to go good. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and listen to what they have to say, right? And then just kind of go from there. So she didn't mention anything about this motherfucker eating food, and she put all the blame on me, and I'm like, hmm. Oh, isn't that some shit, right? It's kind of like what I'm, I've been used to working at this fucking place. So it wasn't anything shocking. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. But, you know, at the end of it, I took it all in and I was just like, man, I'm fucking done with this place. This is what I'm thinking, right? In my head. I just look at her and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to leave you with a fuck you and have a good day, right? Like, what else are you going to do? There's nothing else you can do. You know, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I can't fucking deal with this shit anymore. I'm going to end up fucking beating somebody up. I'm going to end up doing something bad. I mean, I don't need that type of negativity in my life. You know, I, I don't need to deal with this. You know, the simple solution in my head, whether it affects my fucking bank, bank account or my, my fucking pockets or whatever, my wallet. You know, a simple solution all day is to walk away. You know, it's going to hurt for a little bit, but, you know, just uh, it's just like that DWI, you know, it's going to, it's going to help me in the long run, you know, it's going to help me tenfold because what if I do do something bad, you know, I, I do something horrible, you know, and then I get in trouble again. It's like, well, damn, man, like I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that to myself. I feel like I'm letting myself down more than anything. If I had continued to be there at the, you know, in that, that fucking place. So I think I, I made the right decision by walking away, you know, and when I got up and I left that building, <clears throat> you know, I'm not, I'm not even feeling like I have some type of vendetta against them or vengeful or whatever. You know, I just said, you know, I made a conscious choice that I wasn't going to think about this shit anymore. I was going to leave it behind me and just leave it alone. Not not do anything about it. Because, you know, after all that shit that they put me through, all that stuff that I had to endure working there, which I don't understand why. I mean, 
most people, they go off of your work performance. They don't go off of, oh, you know what? You didn't say hi to that motherfucker in the corner that's your coworker. It's like, fuck out of here, man. Go suck a dick, you know? So, after all that shit, man, I just, you know what? Let's just fucking leave it alone. Let's put it in a fucking rear view mirror. Out of sight, out of mind type of shit. So, yeah, that's it. I'm done with that. You know, I don't. I don't know anything else that you could do. You know, that's not negative. You know, why? Why carry that shit around with you? Why let it continue to do more damage? It's. It doesn't make any sense. So. That's it. You know, that's, that's what happened. I fucking, I quit. I left. There was nothing else to be said, nothing else to be done. You know, I just, uh, I ended up fucking myself, but at the same time, I mean, I always do things my way, you know? Like, if you let somebody fuck with you, if you let somebody to sit there and, you know, do stuff to you, I mean, when does it end? It doesn't end. You know, you got to stand up for yourself. You got you to gotta do with what you believe in. You can't, you can't just let people just do whatever they want to you. You know, at least I, I can't. I can't do it, you know. Whether it fucks me in the short, short term or long term, I mean, man, I, I can't live with myself knowing that I let myself get punked or, you know, whatever. You know, granted, every situation is different, you know. You know, if somebody's talking shit to me, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to fucking pop off, you know. Like, especially if I'm not feeling it. I'm just like, eh, you know, whatever. You know, but, I mean, I always said, I mean, my actions more or less are driven by emotions. My emotions. So, that's horrible, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I think differently than a lot of people. I do stuff differently. It's just, I try, at all times, I try to do what's in my best interest, you know, because nobody's going to look out for you better than yourself. You know, it's a, it's a proven fact. Now, if you, if you treat yourself shitty, I mean, obviously, it's not going to hold water, right? So everything that you do should be in the best interest of yourself. First and foremost, because nobody else is looking out for you. I think when you figure that part out, I think everything will go a little bit better for you, you know? I mean, one thing is having all this shit in the world, you know, like money, like fucking material stuff. You know, what, whatever you want. But then, what did you have to do to go, you know, to get that, to achieve that? You know, if I have to sit there and fucking put up with stupid shit like that, if I have to get demeaned, if I have to get fucking, you know, talked to in a shitty manner, if I have to put up with people treating me fucking horrible to achieve whatever that is, I mean, how can you live with yourself? You know what I mean? Like, sure, you can lie to yourself and be like, you know what, I'm at home right now and I'm not there and it's done for the day. But you still got to deal with it the next day and the day after that and the day after that. I mean, when does it end, you know? 
like, hey, you got this really nice car and you got this house and shit, but like, how much of yourself did you have to sell for you to be able to get that? You know, it's like, nah, man, I'm good. You know, I'd rather be broke and fucking striving for shit, you know, my way and fucking having to compromise what I believe in and who I am, you know, fucking breaking off a piece of myself everywhere I'm fucking going, you know, like here, here's, here's a piece of me here. You keep it because I don't really care about myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, people are breaking off a piece of ass everywhere you go, you know? Like, fuck that, man. Like, no, that ain't for me. I just don't understand how anybody can live that way. How could you live with yourself, you know, after that that happens? So, yeah, that's the, that's the show for today, you know? I know it's been a long time coming. Hopefully, I can pump out another episode this week, you know, that... It isn't me venting or getting shit off my chest, you know. But um, taking what's what's been going on and what's happened, and you know, just kind of wrapping it all up in this one fucking episode, you know, has helped a lot. Uh, Hopefully, you guys were able to take away something positive from what what has been said. Throughout this episode. And it helps you to be a better person. And helps you live your life better. Feel good. Because nobody should be out there living a shitty life. And. Feeling bad about themselves. Or hating themselves. I mean. At the end of the day. When everything's on fucking fire man. Like. You gotta be the eye of the storm. It's gotta be calm. In your bubble. You know. Everything's fucking a pile of fucking shit. Inside of your space, your bubble, it should be fucking zen. Cause that's 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 you. That's your space, you know. So as always, you guys know I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. The best fucking podcast on the planet. That whole bowl with his Southern Twain show. You guys already know it's coming. I'm out, bitches.